Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. hydrated we're we slept in and we are into the twilight hello welcome oh hello it is officially spring when this comes out which we did it i am we fuck we made it you know (laughs) (laughs) i just want to kick winter out of the door for you collectively because i knew that that's like now you are on island time emotionally right yes (laughs) right in all aspects i am on island time and I am just here huddled inside with all of my allergy medicine, fighting off pollen <laughs> right. to the end of time. It's haunting and I hate it, but we're here. So hello. Welcome yeah. to the space. We are here. If any, hey, that's just a thing. If any um, big pharma pollen people want to hit me up, cloning uh, <laughs> is expensive. So um, I will take that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Forever. I'm, it's going to get bad, friends, and I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. Cody, how are you? I am here. I'm vibing. I, you know what? I'll say it. We've been watching Good Trouble. And that ah, show is good. <laughs> Unironically. Tell me everything. I, it's, so I've never seen it before. I've also never seen Meet the Fosters, which is apparently what it's spinning off of. Fucking Good Trouble is like, what if two of the girls from Meet the Fosters are like living their vibes, like moving to a big city, Los Angeles, and just like living in essentially like a shared living commune situation, which is like in the coolest building ever. That's old as shit with all your fucking new friends and roommates and just living up how to like, do your job and getting your first job out of college and just vibing. And it is incredibly charming. Also tries to do many different like social topics, which sometimes does better than others, but I respect it nonetheless. Oh. And it's quite fun. And it's just like, the it's one of the few things besides like the bold type or like any sort of that era of show that like, you know, just talks about like that very specific first few years of life. We get a lot of like one of the girls is like in a tech bro startup kind of thing and she's like, men suck. And then the other girl is like working for like as a clerk for this like conservative judge and she's like, everything sucks. Um, and it's great. There's no expectation of like your jobs are good and you just like just confide in your shit and like do whatever and have fun in the big city. Um, and it's oh. very fun. That's I had never heard of this before. Yeah. Um, I feel like I had briefly heard of the Fosters because that's where it's set in high school for them. Right? Yeah, it's like a it's like many seasons of like some of them are like super super young, but I think the majority of them are like in high school, and they mm. have like two moms, and it's like cool. Um, and there's like all these kids or whatever. Yeah, progressive. Um, okay, ABC Family. <laughs> <laughs> now I am looking at the Wikipedia page for this, and yeah. I do see a familiar name, which is in fact Boo Boo Stewart. Oh my so god. Can you- is he so, in it? <laughs> Boo Boo. So Boo Boo Stewart was cast in a recurring capacity for the fourth season. Okay, so we are not As there of, yet, but I will oh, well, keep my right. eagle eye out for Boo Boo. <laughs> so apparently, the our best friend, Seth, 
is yeah. in this at some point. Well, I am. I cannot wait. I love to see it. I will say that looking at this, there's an episode in season three titled New Moon. So, so maybe this is Twilight. Maybe this just turns into Twilight. <laughs> I'm into it. I will. I will need an update once you get to the part where we're, we're our we're our best friend Boo Boo. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Okay. I do love a good show that talks about college that isn't in a like, actually everything's perfect and everything's being paid for me. Um, and it's all great. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah exactly. Especially because it's, you said it's on Freeform. Yeah. Which is usually known for only high school shows. Right. How are you doing, my friend? Um, I'm doing okay. I, I will say that earlier this week that that time change really kicked my butt a little bit oh yeah for sure (laughs) (laughs) um but the having light a little bit later in the day is something that I missed desperately yeah so I am I am grateful for that I will say my happy thing this week it was tough um my I guess my honorable mention is the dropout yeah Mm-hmm. because what the fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i if folks got through the first three episodes and somehow we're still like eh, the fourth episode is really just a just a culmination of all of the the things that i love yeah that's my honorable mention but i would have been remiss it would have been against my personal brand to not bring this happy thing to the space which is HBO Max getting my fucking number yep. and releasing the teaser for The Time Traveler's Wife. Here it comes. <laughs> We're not, I'm not going to be able to hear from Allie for weeks. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? And we've talked about this, that HBO Max... We must have, like, a secret friend that works for HBO Max. <laughs> yeah. Because for them to put out Station Eleven... Yeah. And now The Time Traveler's Wife, it's like, what... Hello. Coming for our fucking jugulars, you? yeah. <laughs> I know, like, and and the fact that when the Station Eleven, like, held up to your standards. Right. And I watched this teaser and just was in, like, a fetal position. Right. <laughs> just crying, yeah. And it's just, like, who gave you all the fucking right to do this? I'm very, I'm upset, but in a very good way. So... If you somehow have gotten through the past five and a half years and don't know, The Time Traveler's Wife is one of my favorite books of all time. Like, top three. Yeah. And all three are my favorite. It's, is it good? No. Is it my favorite? Yeah. And same with the movie. The movie's terrible, but I have loved it because that's all I've had for yeah. so long. This trailer, oh, um, Theo James, unfortunately, is the love of my life. Um... And I think Theo James is contracted to only do fiction based in Chicago yeah. after, the, after Divergent. <laughs> Literally. Which I love for him. <laughs> and seeing this with, uh, like, Rose Leslie, which is like, what a fucking pull yeah. for this. I will say, I enjoy her, even though I have seen... Game of Thrones just over someone's shoulder. Right. Abby over someone's shoulder. Never, uh, it, like, intentionally. <laughs> no, never intentionally, but I've been there. Immensely excited, especially because of the fact that, like, fuck, they got uh, Kate Siegel, notably my my wife from all of the haunting things. Ooh, I'm just like, who yes. 
who did hello i'm so upset i'm so excited <laughs> um and I can feel you shaking, buzzing. <laughs> I am. There's because it's only like a minute and twenty seconds, and it's not that much time. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that makes me really excited about this is like, and they even put it in the teaser is like fucking Moffat's here. Oh God! <laughs> and it's like, so you're gonna take this piece of of fiction that ripped me to shreds already. Yeah. And then you're going to put Stephen Moffat on it, who notably has written and like directed some of the pieces in Doctor Who and Sherlock that like tore me to shreds. Right. It's like, yeah. can we, hey. Can you leave me alone? <laughs> can you, <laughs> I can't just handle feels this. Like, it feels like an actual personal attack and I'm excited for it. Right. It's just like, I welcome it for I, sure. <laughs> Can I just have like a fucking stipend for therapy or something? Because this is not going to go well. Yeah, no. For any of us. Um, but I'm very excited for the full trailer to come out. And then I only like I only have uh, like two months yeah. until May when it comes out. So I'm excited, but also very emotional. So very true. Well, I'm <sighs> very excited for your inevitable. Uh, last day on earth in which you just pass away i'll just be gone (laughs) i'll just be gone um that's the yeah i'm not okay but it's great i'm very excited yeah who needs to be Um, okay when you have this content we have content (laughs) yeah who needs to be okay when you have fiction am i right yeah ladies fellas homies hey um (laughs) we have just a an interesting charcuterie board of current events just a little cooch e um, Jamie Dornan is still talking. <laughs> He's continuing to run his mouth <laughs> about this I, relationship that we found out about months ago. With his previous roommate, yeah, Robert Pattinson. The beef is strong. The beef is strong between these two thin-lipped men. Yes. <laughs> God. Uh, which <laughs> Yahoo News did no... They cut no corners with these two photos lined up next to each other. Yeah. They do look very similar when you pin them next to each other. Yeah, like it's, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> it's just this very tight-lipped smile saying, I don't want to be here, actually. Yeah. Um, which, when you put them side by side like this, especially knowing that they were roommates, they were roommates. And um, they were roommates. <laughs> um, E.L. James is a fucking monster. Like, the cu- Correct. there's just plagiarism <laughs> everywhere on this. Anyways, um, in this piece by Yahoo News, thank you, Zach Tim. I'm not sure if the N is silent here. Sure. Um, essentially goes on to say that Jamie Dornan didn't really feel... Like, Robert Pattinson fit in after Twilight. <laughs> he was too big for us. <laughs> yeah, he goes on to say, um, when he told E.T. about this, uh, quote, Robert did Twilight and was suddenly in a different stratosphere than us. <laughs> Which, okay. Um, well, first of all, it's just, especially knowing the fact that both of them have been and continue to be in, like, the peak of their career right now. Yeah. It just feels funny to kind of stir up this faux beef right now. <laughs> yeah. I just, I love that this is still just in circulation. Like, what? Like, I know. 
Jamie Dornan has things to talk about. Like, he's in things currently, you know? He's a whole-ass father. He's a whole-ass father, first of all, and, like, has a show that, like, very quietly dropped on HBO. And, like, all these, you know, like, these, there's things going on in all of their lives, entertainment-wise, to talk about, right? But for some reason, we're all just like, but what about your beef (laughs) with your ex-roomies? And how Rob got too famous for you. And the fact, too, that, like... Uh, one of them at the Critics' Choice Awards, he uh, had to say like that there was a rumor that Robert gave him a pity invite. <laughs> had to be like that's not what happened. Um, when I feel like, let's be honest, they all probably are on a group text. Together. Yeah, sure. Maybe they're just like, hey, I don't want to talk about my movie. <laughs> I have enough. <laughs> they can't let Rob's just like, hey, man, I. They won't let me talk about anything but the Batman because of the last every time I've spoken to a journalist before. Um, so you got to just pull some yeah, weight they here. They know I lie. They know I'm a liar. So like my history doesn't really work out here. But like if you say some whack shit, I think we'd be good. And we can right. just keep this beef going forever. Which I Why respect. do we never hear from Charlie or Eddie about this? Why is Jamie Dornan the fucking Regina? Right. Like, right. <laughs> Why is he the scarlet letter it's like listen everyone i have something to say okay i feel like if charlie or eddie went on record and they were like actually none of this happened yeah. so we were all fine i just <laughs> what <laughs> Why that? i don't know it's so funny to me yeah um and i'm i'm very confused about yeah all of it. i would be interested if all the boys just like unionized or like fuck it this guy sucks <laughs> He was a bad roommate. He never washes dishes. He's never made pasta well ever. Ever, and that's and it's it, it's harm, it's harmful. It hurt us. Correct. I would love that yeah. so much. We have a fashion corner. Ooh. Would you love to tell us about it? Yes. Fucking, it is. In case you corner fashion corner. Me 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 me. It's been a minute. Um, but we are here, and she's back. And she's wearing a cute little fit on Jimmy Kimmel, which is, as you noted before, the correct Jimmy. <laughs> it's, it is the right one. It is the right one. Um, so she just, she goes on Kimmel, talks about her Oscar stuff. We love to see it. Absolutely. But what we most love to see is this blue sequin jumpsuit. It's giving very Yanny Laurel. It... <laughs> It is. It is giving uh, blue dress vibes here. Yeah, um, is it is it yellow and gold? Is it blue and black? Right. Who's to say? Yeah, you know? it is quite literally blue and black, but... <laughs> right, it is... Uh, <laughs> On both counts. Unequivocally, <laughs> blue and black. Um, but there's, like, she gets... There's, like, some little, like, black circles all throughout, and it's just, like, a sparkly jumpsuit. There's a photo of her just, like, with her hand up and her hand on her head being, like, hello. Like, it's... <laughs> I'm here. Here's the fit. Um, the photos that have come out of her this week uh, have been disrespectful to me. Yeah. <laughs> this one, the one in the car. Yeah. Hello. Oof. I will say that the jumpsuit does make her blend into the background on Jimmy Kimmel a little bit. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> it's not her fault. That's her stylist's fault. Yeah. Oof. I love this. I love the. Um, I love the conversation that the two of them had. 
talking about her Oscar nomination and yeah. how her parents reacted. Because um, her parents, very notably, have been in the business. The biz, life, yeah. That's why she got into it. <laughs> um, and one of the things that I loved about this, too, was they mention in the interview that Kesu was like, I was a really shy kid and was like, I think I want to try to act and maybe do headshots. Yeah. Three grand. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, and someone at school told me about it. Can you please hook me up? And her mom invested in her, which yeah. is really cute. We love it. And I, I love that because I think that Kesu is a, a really good example of children growing up with parents who are in Hollywood but she chose to do it herself. Right. Like, still, you know, obviously things and connections and whatever. But it is, like, her being like, yes, I'm going to do this for me. Yeah. Not being forced to do it. Right. Um, is great. At least that is how she shares about her life. Is like, her parents were like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> um, but very much being like, she did not have to. And I, I would imagine... I don't know that she shared about this, but, like, I would imagine that if Kristen ever decided she didn't want to, right. she could have done something else. Oh, yeah, for but sure. It was very clear from early in her life that this was something she was interested yeah. in and took seriously. Yeah. Oh, the talent. We have to stand. <laughs> Simply, we must. Truly. <laughs> um, could you tell us about this clip that I didn't know about until about 30 minutes ago? I, yeah. <laughs> my my TikTok has blessed us with a gift this week. Um, not in the gift of... It, it is the wrong Jimmy, unfortunately. It is Jimmy Fallon. Um, but... So, apparently, fucking Robert Pattinson was on Jimmy Fallon. Also in attendance sure. was Pete Davidson. And they were just vibing on the couch. So why? Who's to say? Who's to say? But I appreciate and love it. Um, but it it seems that <laughs> Pete Davidson was like, oh, I know I'm going to be there with Robert Pattinson. I know what I can pull for this. Because assumingly he was promoting something. Um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> love to see it. He has a lot of things going on. Great. But he sits next to this man. He sits next to Robert Pattinson. And it's like, man... Good Time is the best movie ever made. <laughs> you are amazing. You should have gotten an Oscar for it. And let's play a clip of how good you are in it. And he just keeps talking about this movie, Good Time, which, great. I love it. This movie also came out six years ago. Yeah, a long time ago. A long ago. time ago. Um, and just, he t- says nothing about whatever the fuck he is promoting. He's just like, I need to tell you how good you are. <laughs> this now that i'm here and i want everyone else to know it and you should have gotten an oscar for it it's the best movie ever made and it's delightful One, I, so this is great thank you Pete davidson for your work yeah this is incredibly scorpio behavior yes <laughs> of being like i'm going to tell you everything that i love about you um and do it in a public forum yes and show you how much i've done a deep dive but also i feel like this was a great whether this was Pete or whether it was someone on his team. Right. I feel like this was kind of a smart distraction from everything else. Yeah. Everything that's happening in his that I think that's happening too. Right. And around Pete right now. Correct. And so to just be like, actually, I'm not going to address any of that. Right. 
Um, and instead, I'm going to focus on your other guest who's here, including wearing a good time shirt. I think that's smart. It's so it's good. And like very fun, you know, just being like, hey. It is. Let's talk about it. I love it. I'm a I'm stan. Like, I'm the number one fan. Let's go. I love it. Great it's energy. Very, it's very on brand for Pete Davidson and is a great way to... <laughs> it's a great way to have a talking point and make Jimmy Fallon, the incorrect Jimmy, not talk about stuff that you don't want him to ask you about. Correct. Yes. <laughs> smart. Very smart. Very good preservation there. Love it. Absolutely. I love it. Um, yeah, I, I did not see that because I have the incorrect Jimmy um, muted on a lot of things. Sure. So I'm so glad that you <laughs> found this um, and shared it with the class. Yeah, of course. I am so excited to talk to you about these chapters this week because I feel like it, um, it called us out a little bit. I feel like Ferrero Rocher got a little bit too real. Yeah. Um, when we had last spoken about Shadow Kiss, Rose was asking Dimitri to trust her. Right. And be vulnerable and be like, listen, I'll tell you about what's going on with me. But but you gotta, you gotta just hear me and not start making assumptions and calling me, quote, crazy. Right. Like everyone else is doing to me. So that's what I remember. Oh, well, and they made that decision about, like, she's going to do field experience, but, like, halftime. Yeah, and then therapy and all these little things. And therapy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what I remember. Where are we starting off in Chapter 19? Uh, 19, Rose is fucking stressed, as per usual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I have too many fucking secrets, especially for Lissa, and I can't. She's boiling over. She's boiling over, Okay. Um, but you know, she kind of gives the abbreviated version of what the situation is. Um, and you know, Christian's kind of like, you think you saw ghosts? And she's like, listen, uh, listen, I don't have time for this. Okay. You know, Christian, not the I time. can tell you, but if you guys don't want to hear me, I don't want, I don't want to fucking do it right now. I don't want to get into this. Okay. Like whatever. Just leave me alone. I'm giving I'm filled you in as much as I want to. So fuck off. <laughs> Especially, one, I love Christian. This is very on brand yes. for Christian. Right. And for the relationship that the two of them have. Yeah. For just, like, constantly talking shit between the two of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I felt really bad for Rose in this moment because Lissa's like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And already starts to go in, like, compassion mode. And Rose is like, actually, I would prefer Christian Right. Making snide comments in this. I would prefer the realness of this. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not (laughs) weak. Come on now. Um, But Lissa's just like, okay, we'll talk about this later. Whatever. You can just have your, have your little pity party. That's fine. Um, And we get some fucking magic shit, baby. Like real, real magic. Like real magic. Um, Fucking, we are in like a little, little classroom situation. Um, still talking a little bit of shit, you know. Um, Can we talk about Eddie? Yes, Eddie is my heart. <laughs> I love him so much. I love, yeah, they're all like kind of standing guard casually a little bit, being really good. And then, you know, he's just like, you really saw Mason? <laughs> he's 
just like it's and then he's like oh voice. fuck i i know you said you didn't want yeah to about i'm it, sorry but, like, but but i but but i did you <laughs> yeah. and he's just like his she realizes that eddie's like not doing it in the way that everyone else is which is just like talking shit or like gossipy or being like uh what the fuck's he going on he just misses on? his friend he just misses mason and i can't handle this um no. and he's like well how did he look did he look like upset and she was like he looked really really sad <laughs> and they just like have this good convo about like you know what they could have done and what the hell like is going on and it's great and makes me very sad i loved it yeah i loved it that we get just continued reassurance that eddie is such a a golden retriever just so pure of heart yeah and and reminds us that like rose um Rose doesn't mind talking about what's happening to her. As long as people respect her and hear her. Right. (laughs) The bar is low, guys. Exactly. The bar is very low. So these, there's a lot of dead plants in this classroom. Right. Yes. (laughs) So the goal here is for Adrian and Lissa to bring them back to life. Bring me to life. Evan starts playing in the background. Oh, my God. Um. Christian just has his iPod like right. He's jamming the speakers, and so they're all just like Adrian's having a little bit more of trouble with it. But they're just kind of like literally just staring at plants and just concentrating and being like, "Mm." (laughs) 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 he's like scraggly plants, and they're just like, "Let's go." Um, At one, he's like sober. Yes, and so so he's like he's a little bit off off his shit, you know, trying to get that full unabridged whole spirit whole whole body full spirit let's go um and so he's just like touching this plant and it like gets a little green you know tiny bit and this is like hell yeah you did it go off bestie you did it he's like i that was nothing (laughs) (laughs) that was nothing i appreciate it but that's not really anything um especially compared to lissa who like exerted magic and made a made the plant like completely come back to life right she's literally like the sister in kanta who's just like throwing plants left and right just exactly growing up, and everyone's like come on that's not fair <laughs> man it's it's great um yeah and i love this too because there it gets to a point where adrian is like legitimately sweating he's exerting so much force yeah in this and that's why <laughs> i think it's funny when rose was like you just need to. You just need to keep trying. Yeah, stop like, bitching. Try just, again. <laughs> right, exactly. You just need to. You just need to do it and do it harder. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and when, but then a problem happens when Lissa does it because she's like, everything's good. Yeah. She gets all happy. The joy comes in. She makes the plant happy. Yeah. But then <sighs> there's that little bit of like her mental state kind of gets fucky. Uh-oh. I thought we were good? Uh-uh. Incorrect. We bad. This is bad. <laughs> but then it goes away. Right. Like, just for a, a brief moment. A brief little a flicker that, you know, if you weren't Rose, probably wouldn't have picked up on. Or Adrian, because he also is kind of in the know. 
Yeah, he's like staring at Rose the whole time. Right, or being like, hey, hey girl, hey, what the fuck is this? Hey, (laughs) (laughs) hey, bud, no, what? I just, so much about this scene is hilarious to me because they mentioned it before that like Adrian and Lissa had to go up, dig these dead plants up. Right. (laughs) They're practicing. And it just makes me wonder like, Lissa, I love you. Why did you have to start by working on dead animals? Yeah. Why couldn't we have practice right. first With, on dead plants? Mm, it's a great question. <laughs> it's a great question. I, I love to. There's yeah. at one point, Adrian, for several minutes, is just quietly staring at this plant. <laughs> and everyone's just like watching, kind of being like, okay, bud, you got this. <laughs> and he finally gets like a little Adrian. bit of buds. And everyone's like, thank God. Oh my God. Okay, great. Fabulous. But just this mental picture of him just like, staring <laughs> at a plant for like four minutes not saying anything is very funny and he's so bitter yeah in this scene because of the fact that he is struggling to pick up on lissa's um powers right like the stuff that she can do with spirit yeah Whereas Lissa seems to be having more success picking up on what Adrian can do with spirit. Right. Which and... is like puts him at a little weird thing of being like, I don't know what the fuck you're capable of, but you apparently know all the things I can do, which sucks. Right, exactly. <laughs> and they mention this notebook. Yes, of all the behaviors. TM. The TMTM. <laughs> the, the, the big yeah. book, the burn book <laughs> of their spirit. Yeah. Which includes stuff that we already know about. Right. The healing, which they're practicing right now. The auras, which Adrian won't shut up yeah, about. Yeah, the dreams. The dream walking, which apparent, right now, Adrian is the only one who can do that. Right. And then what he mentions is something called super compulsion. Uh-oh. <laughs> which we are aware of compulsion. Right. But this seems to be hardcore. Right. It's it's the super target of compulsion. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, No, it it really existed, but it has it all, I guess. It's more of it. It's everything you want in a concrete building with no service. Yes, correct. (laughs) That's super compulsion, (laughs) baby. Um, Which makes sense because he's like, there are stories of people that can use compulsion that make others live through their worst nightmares. So that sucks. sounds like... (laughs) It sounds a little bit like uh, Jane's powers. To oh, me. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, sounds scary. Yeah, both sure. Rose and Liz are like, yeah, that's kind of spoopy. And Adrian's like, I mean, it's kind of sick, though, if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, Adrian, no. <laughs> that sucks. Adrian, you weirdo. You sicko, please then, stop. <laughs> he's just a true sicko. Um, and then. It's Adrian is like, I need to end this class. I need a cigarette right now. Yeah, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I got to have my clothes. <laughs> he needs his clothes right away. Um, could you tell us about this aura stuff he starts talking about? Because this is very confusing. It's, yeah, it is confusing. And I, do I have a full grasp of and it? Probably bit. not. And, well, well, <laughs> it's a little fruity. <laughs> okay. So they're talking, they're, they're walking, they're doing their shit. Um, she's kind of pissed because he's like has his fucking cigarette, and she's like, "You could just be far uh, farther away, actually, if you want to do that." And and <laughs> and he just immediately puts it out in litters, and so it's like, okay, great. <laughs> um, so they're talking about like this magic 
situation. Um, first of all, she's like, well, it seems like Christian's also jealous of you and thinks that you're trying to move in on her, which. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, but this, this thing is like a sense of, because Rose communicates that she senses something very strange that happened, feeling it while, uh, Adrian kind of saw it, like saw the pause and saw the right. little bit of a, a hesitation, right? And so he's like, well, you know, I thought you weren't, quote, crazy, but maybe I think you are. And she's like, what the fuck? What do you say? What? <laughs> Excuse me, sir? What? Um, and so he's like, yeah. So basically, like, her aura dimmed a little bit for a brief moment um, and is essentially saying her, his working theory is that the darkness of her aura is leaving, escaping her body <laughs> when she does magic, but is entering roses through the bond, through some sort of spirit situation. Right. So she's got the bad Sounds juju. Yes, yeah, so it seems like a little bit fruity. Fellas, is it yeah, gay so to share is- auras? <laughs> <laughs> The way that I was trying, so this confused me a lot when I was reading it. Yeah. I don't know if that's because I was reading it at like 8.30. Sure. <laughs> or or if it's just the way that Freer Roche explained it. Yeah. But the way that I was trying to visualize it in my mind was sort of like the mind meld in Star Trek. Yeah, that's my understanding of it. It seems to be like a fusion situation of like right? shared things because that's also kind of like but also this whole the bond thing is always famously uh one directional gay. right well yes gay <laughs> yes gay but it only goes like it's you can only you can't talk back through it right like so right. it seems like it's more of like a a ve- oh hello it seems more like a oh, vessel <laughs> that was the confirmation yeah yes thank you for Roche. um, <laughs> um <laughs> but it seems like it is just like being expelled from one place to the other, right? And that's kind of it. But there's also still like lingering shared vibes. I don't know. There's, yeah, I'm not a, a, a aura a scientist. Theory. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely a theory. I don't know about this one. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very confusing to me. Um, but I understand. I think there's a theory that happens in the next chapter that I think makes more sense. Mm-hmm. But I understand why Adrian is going off of this theory of like what she is creating. Liz is creating the magic and not having any of the bad side effects. Right. The bad side effects are being absorbed into Rose. Right. And Rose naturally is like, well, fuck. Like, right. Well, that sucks for me. <laughs> that sucks. Um, let me see if I can get any like confirmation of what has happened in history for this. Right. Because she remember like way back in Ye Day was super into, you know, Saint Vladimir and his homegirl <laughs> and their sort of spirit right. bond situation. Um and was like, hey, we spent all this time like thinking about what he did to like not or what he did to make himself go mad. But what, how, how was his homegirl? What, what did she do? Was she okay? Is that me? Yeah. You know, is she, like, is she alive? Did she live? Did like, she what live? What's going on? And so just like, it gets Christian. It's like, Christian, we gotta go. It's like late as fuck. <laughs> like, we gotta go. Okay. To check up with our priest man. <laughs> and see yeah, what the fuck is going on. In the- yeah. And Christian's like, what? Okay. Why? Okay. God. 
Um, <laughs> and it is revealed that um, after St. Vladimir passed away, uh, she also committed suicide. Um, now, here's the thing. Rose does the cardinal sin yeah. here of the priest had, just like retail, had turned the lights off. Yeah, was he was closing. Up. Yep, he was closing time. Was baby. closing. And Rose comes up and is like, hi, are you open? Right. And he's like, fuck. Like, I am trying to go home. Yeah, like, God. I need to go. And he's like, fuck. Like, I guess, what do you need? And it's, of course, about her current hyperfixation yeah. research. Yeah, it so it's like, what happened to Anna? And he's like, not going to like this one, I don't think. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Um, you know, and then also gets into the weird, like, ooh, it's still a sin, though, so should we feel bad? It's like, mm, ah, mm. <laughs> hey, bud, nope, stop this. Priest, please don't. Yeah, we can't, nope, we're not doing this, is what we're not doing. Um, right. And notes that, like, yeah, she also started to, like, go a little bit wacky and like had things going on in her brain that was all consuming and all these kind of things um after after uh, he died Vlad yeah Vlad died. died yeah um and that was like great cool i hate all this this is not a good this is not good for me or for lissa but also lissa cannot know about any of this right now <laughs> yeah so christian instead of hanging out with lissa right now is being dragged to the church yeah hearing information that he's confused about right. and then is told by Rose you have to lie right. to Lisa so you don't know about this. Yeah. He's like, excuse me, why? Right, hey, no. <laughs> what does this mean? And he's like, okay, fine, sure, whatever. Right, I guess I'll play with your, <laughs> okay. your stupid games, whatever. Um, and she's like, great, fabulous. Um, and then, uh-oh, it's her boy again. Ghost Mason. Oh, yeah. So they're not... Uh, Christian... Um, well, Rose is not dorming with Christian anymore. Because she's not doing night shifts. Right. So she's just, like, so, walking home. You know. Right. Making her way downtown. And Making her way downtown. And then Mason is here. It's Chiboy. Again? Yeah. He's here. <laughs> and But now he's communicating. Right. At, at this point, Rose, I think, is fed up as just being, like, at least instead of... <laughs> Like, passing out or, like, running away or something. Um, she at least starts asking questions, which I think is progress. Good. Uh, we're finally getting somewhere with this. Um, although he cannot answer questions verbally, he is just, like, nodding yes or no. Um, so her questions need to be, like... Like a Ouija. Like, yes. She, yes, essentially like a Ouija. Um, and so she's just like, okay, are you, like, what's... Are you mad at us? Like, am, are you mad at are me? You real? Are you Yeah, are you real? Yes. Um, are you mad at me? <laughs> no. <laughs> and he's no. And he says no. Yeah, he says he, no. Like, it's it's helpful. Yeah. Are you having trouble, like, finding peace? And he's like, yeah. He nods. He nods. And he's like, is there more that why you keep fucking annoying me? <laughs> like, and making, freaking me out? <laughs> yes. Um... And then she's like, what do I need to do? And you know, that doesn't work. That is not, not a yes, it's not a yes or no question, Rose, but try again. <laughs> um, and what, what was that last question? Um, oh, yeah, he just, and then he just. 
Because he tries to, like, open up his mouth. But he can't. Like, it he's done before work. where he tries to say something. Yeah, but nothing. And and then she just says, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then he just vanishes into the void. Uh, Ugh, Mason. Fuck. Ah. That was Mason's spirit, by the way. Yeah, that was. Did that knock you just hit? Yeah, yes, correct. Um, <laughs> so chapter 20 really fucking is wild yeah well welcome to therapy it's guys welcome <laughs> to every therapy session that i've ever had yeah documented in written form <laughs> here we go <laughs> for what the just to start let's talk about your Starting mother with the first two sentences yeah <laughs> yes that's <laughs> right because this therapist is like all right let's talk about your mom huh and rose is like what about her <laughs> already great great start here just sighs heavily and she's just like, what, like, what do you want to know? Yeah. God. You know who my mom is. Everyone knows who my mom is. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things that Rose does here, which is very same. Right. Um, is she's not, she doesn't really understand how therapy works. No. Um, and so she's very interested in the fact that the therapist answers her responses with questions right yeah she's just like trying to like beat her at therapy i feel like just yes. trying to be like well what if i just same rose like spin this on you huh and it's like rose this is right. not working <laughs> exactly i completely agree i'm in the same spot yeah all the time yeah deirdre this therapist deirdre, deirdre. who's in like who Rose focuses so much on, like, is in a teal uh, fucking sweater mm-hmm. and a sweater dress. It's like, okay. Yeah. Also interesting to know, and it'll come become more relevant later, but, like, she is a Maroi. So that is yeah. something that is confusing to me because I first, I get that probably not a lot of Hampiers maybe don't go into therapy, like, as a profession, I guess, because you just fight or you you fuck around at the nail spa or whatever. (laughs) Like, you just, you know, you have two minutes. Um, Or you do the the big bad uh, thing that everyone just warns you that's scary. But, like, I feel like the things you would need to relay to a therapist would be very trauma-informed and very, like, understanding of the like lifestyle and the fights and the jobs and the whatever of being a guardian like exactly feels like a completely you know agree. like a lot of things here that are being said of like this there's this whole thing about talking about Lissa, right and um protecting her always kind of vibe and it's like yeah i feel like if you were not a maroi you would have more of an under you know like there's just like different layers here that we're not really getting Especially because it felt very obvious from when we first started reading this that Rose's character, and specifically like being a hampier, yeah, um, has been very coded, um, right? And so it felt odd that you wouldn't have a therapist who was also a hampier, right? Because it doesn't when you get to that part specifically where there's the therapist asks like and you figure you'll always have to put Lissa's needs ahead of yours it's a question right and rose gets kind of upset and is like what else would i do right yeah that's kind of the job i am her guardian (laughs) yeah (laughs) like 
the it has been drilled in me uh-huh. that I don't get a choice right. in this matter. And so it just was like, it was awkward that there wouldn't, yeah, it was weird to read that. Yeah, it's like, this just doesn't seem very helpful, but at least she's talking to someone. So it's, you know, could be worse. And I feel like I, it would be weird if that wasn't intentional from Ferrero's perspective right. to have a Maroy therapist. Because I think that's kind of, not just from like a privilege of like the Maroy have the opportunity to be therapists. Right. Um, but also I think that that kind of leads to some of Rose's, uh, like resistance to therapy too. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I did love that she left Rose with work to do. Very good. Which was asking, (laughs) asking her to think about like how she really feels about dedicating her life to Lissa. Mm -hmm. And then the most interesting part to me (laughs) was about the because she rose talks about dimitri but like not really talking right it's about like him. i can't reveal my sources um kind of vibe right um he's just like a mystery and man she, who's unavailable don't worry about it <laughs> yeah and so rose's like second piece of homework was like to think about whether the reason she's attracted to this unavailable guy right. is because he's unavailable which okay uh, and Rose is immediately like, that makes no sense. Why would I do that? <laughs> yeah, that's absurd. Why would I do that? Yeah, I would never. I'm, what the, this person knows, doesn't know anything. It's like. Yeah, why are they a therapist? This makes no sense. Right. <laughs> um, and yet, as soon as she leaves therapy, she's already like, you know what? Like <laughs> These questions are weird. Yeah. <laughs> I need to think about these more. Just very on the nose. Yeah. The whole time. Just love it. <laughs> um, how did you feel about this conversation with Adrian and dissecting more of the like secret society? Oh, for, there's so many things happening here. <laughs> for, there's there's like six different things. There's happening. all at once. Um, she talks to Adrian post therapy. Is like, hey, what's up? <laughs> um, let me do some experiments on you. Let me do some. Yeah, exactly. Because he's just like, you know, I he's trying to find Lissa and Lissa's like in class and she's like, I don't know where the fuck she is. I'm sorry. Um, and he's just like, well, I found more things that like research that I could talk to about like the super, oops, the super compulsion kind of thing. Um, and she's just like, okay, well, um, well, <laughs> there's, listen, we can just walk and talk and then maybe we'll find her. In the meantime, how, what does this word mean to you? This m- mana. <laughs> m- m- I still don't know how to say it. I will never learn. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, but in English, it is the hand. Um, yeah. And he's just like, oh, I know about that. Um, is that happening? So homeboy tries to light up a cigarette in the school. In the school. And Rose has to be like, uh, bro, <laughs> you, are in, you are in a building. You can't. Um, they might have let you do this on school property, but you definitely can't light up a clove cigarette inside. Inside, no. <laughs> you can't do that. Um, and he's just like, oh, it's like a secret society thing. It's very silly. Um, it pops up at schools all over. And, you know, there was a chapter back at the school that I was at. Um, and it's just like royals who... You know, like six years Right, ago. went back, in, <laughs> back when I was in high school, 84 years ago. Um, right. Uh, basically, where it's just like these royals who are 
think they're better than everyone else and do secret society shit and have meetings and, you know, think they're better and just vibe. And Rose is like, fuck, that is what's happening. Like, cause all these dudes are doing that shit, like Jesse and Ralph and are just trying to get Christian in and like do their weird shit. I hate it. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that they confirmed here that it was the same thing that Jesse and Ralph were doing. Cause I think last week we weren't sure right. yeah. if it was the same thing. Yeah. Um, I thought last week that this was very much like a fight club right. situation. Yeah. But the conversations that the two of them have, it seems like they come to this conclusion that it's compulsion that they're working on. Yeah. Of like and maybe big they're magic. Compulsing, yeah. They're compulsing each other to like do they're doing hits. Right. Do, <laughs> doing doing big hits. <laughs> yeah. Which would be which would make sense why all of them had like similar injuries and they were like I felt because they would they would say that maybe they were compulsed to say like oh I fell that's right. what my injuries were yeah interesting yeah yeah also it's revealed that Adrian's dad was in it in a secret society like that eighty four years <laughs> eight eight hundred years ago yeah. Um, yeah which is just a fun fact I suppose <laughs> yeah not Adrian but his dad his dad yes question mark. yeah yeah quote yeah. <laughs> The other thing, too, is since Rose is still, like, focusing on the work from therapy, she decides to take that to a very literal level and ask ask Adrian to use compulsion on her and make her want to kiss him. Girl. But not actually kiss her. Just to want to feel it so bad. Um, Which... The yearning. It, will that help? Mm. <laughs> will, will that make you less confused? I Unlikely, feels like. Um, but, you know, and Adrian's just like, I, this is kind of weird. And that's saying something from me because I say weird shit right. all the time. We know that about me. Right. Um, and he's just like, Leans, so, yeah, yeah, leans in and is just like, I want to kiss you and I want you to want me to. And then she's just like overpowered with like his warmth, his vibes, his aura. And she right. really does feel it. And he's just like, well, do you want to? And she's like, fuck. Yeah. God, I hate. Whoa. What the fuck was that? <laughs> and we just, they both kind of. After the end of this, she still says it's not the same as Dimitri. Right, no. It's just more like of like... she says it's like mechanical. Yes, it's more just like this like rush over rather than like an actual like fireworks like stuff that she feels with um, Dimitri, which is like, okay, yeah. you got some answers there, but were, was that, will that not fuck you up <laughs> for a little bit? I don't know. I do love that at the end of that, she's like, hmm... And Adrian's like, hmm. <laughs> and then there's another hmm a, that comes. A third it's Christian hmm. being like, "Hey, what the fuck? What's like, happening? hey guys, what? We have things He's going like, on. We can't add more yeah. into the pile here. No. Yeah, we can't all be fucking each other. Yeah, unless unless <laughs> just have one <laughs> big polycule uh, at Vampire yeah. Academy. <laughs> God, I wish. 
Um, I do love the fact that he's like, uh, Rose, will you come with me to the feeders, please? Right. Now? Hello? <laughs> and she's like, I'm not even working today. God. And he's like, you are coming with me. <laughs> Get over here now. Explain what the fuck I yeah. just had to see. What was that? Why did I have to see that? God. <laughs> Why did you make me see that? Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. <sighs> this feeding scene is weird because Jesse and Ralph are bad at compulsion and they try to do compulsion. Yeah. And they still don't the, get it. And it's like. Mm. They're worse than Christian, it seems like, which is. Shocking. Which is quite low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but Rose does finally get to call them out and be like, I know about your fucking secret society. Yeah. Y'all are shit. You're, you ain't slick. I know what you're doing and what you're up to and it's yeah. silly and you should stop it. <laughs> and we yeah. can we can see you, okay? What I do love though is that we get my favorite person in this aside from Eddie obviously, which is Alice. <gasps> yes. Who s- confirms, I think, the most interesting and seems like the most accurate theory thus far about Rose's fucky shit happening. Right. And so far Christian has been like, Alice is wild. Don't listen to her. Right, don't listen to her. (laughs) Yeah, she's just, I'm a feed off her. It's fine. Um, And, but when Rose starts talking to Alice and is like, how you doing? How are things? Right, what's up, girly? (laughs) Still keeping us, keeping us safe. Um, Yeah, is that right? (sighs) Um, But then there's a part where like, Alice says, oh, um, or Rose is like, well, of course, like, I visit you all the time. Like, I wouldn't be able to visit you if I was a Strigoi. Uh, but I could come see you, Alice, if I was a ghost. And then Alice does not think that's funny. Yeah, no, she's like, <laughs> um, don't fuck with that because that shit happens. Um, with And, like, obviously you wouldn't because uh alice is like no you 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 obviously couldn't like the warts the warts the warts so like don't don't even fucking don't play that. that it's not funny it's not fucking funny and then that makes rose think like hold up what the wards if like something is fucky with like the system at large and it's not just me you know seeing something or has allowed something to come through like a portal situation you know right because I think Rose, as she says here, was under the impression that the wards only cape out the Strigoi. Right. And Alice was like, no, they keep out anything that isn't alive, dead or undead. Right. And <laughs> Rose, of course, because she, it's Alice, doesn't mind saying this. And she's like, well, the wards don't keep ghosts out. Like, I've seen them. Right. Like, personally, I've seen them. So <laughs> what you're saying is wrong. I've seen them. So what now? And then Alice um, is just like, well, what if maybe someone fucked it up? Someone made a mistake. Something's wrong, which could be big bad. Yeah. Like, if you've, if you've seen ghosts, Rose, like, we're not safe anymore. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, the wards have failed. So, or, like, you're crazy. Right. And it's like, if Alice is saying that, like, fuck. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, now Rose is, like, having a galaxy brain moment and is, like, seeing into time. Right, like, wait a damn and minute. has, has, because here's the thing. So last week we were like, why the fuck does this happen when she's in planes, right. right? And this makes so much more sense now because of the wards. Yeah, the wards. <laughs> the wards. <laughs> uh, 
and why they made such a big deal about the fucking wards being destroyed by humans last time, last book. Right. Because she didn't see them. She didn't see ghosts at the royal right. court. Right. Inside at the royal court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. She saw ghosts at the fucking airport, though, which obviously didn't have them because it was a human airport. Right. And the, but she saw them on the plane, mm-hmm. which didn't have wards, which it seems, seems like a fucked up thing to yeah, do. Yeah, it seems a little unsafe, but Why sure. Why the plane haven't wards? But, and that was because they were in the air. And if she's seeing them here at the academy, right? then that means that the wards might be fucky. Yeah, which is big bad. Which is a bad thing. And then she just comes to this realization, apparently while Christian's like feeding on Alice, and it's just having like a panic attack now. Yeah, it's <laughs> like oh shit. Which is not. That's not great. No. No. So, but I like this theory because Frero, you, you had me there for a minute. Right, you had me in the first half for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that also does not solve for the fact that like we have maybe six chapters left. Yeah. So uh, where the fuck is this going? <laughs> yeah, I am. Scared. And also, why don't they have wards on planes? That's absurd. Yeah, that is wild. You can't just bring like a portable but. ward. <laughs> just like a little a little hotspot ward. Exactly. You know? Like there's talismans for that. Just anyways. to keep little, like yeah, like keep little demons away within like a, you know, 20 foot radius. <laughs> just to... Like if Supernatural, not to, hey, <laughs> um, but if Supernatural... <laughs> Like, if Supernatural could figure out the idea that they tattoo wards on them, mm. why the fuck isn't that a thing in this universe? You know what I mean? Frero. It's very true. Get it together. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> I'll put money in the jar since I said Supernatural. Yeah, right. yeah we have our running Supernatural jar. <laughs> like a swear jar, but for cringe. Um, <laughs> right, exactly. For Chook. Um, okay, so next week we have chapters 21 and 22. Woo. We're getting there. We're so close. We're so close. We're getting there. Um, we have some amazing patrons to thank. Would you like to start us off? Hell yeah. Shout out to Katie Black. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Kylie Minty. <laughs> thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Thank you to Carrie Goldberg. <laughs> thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Ooh. Thank you to Mulch, Craig. Mulch. Mulch. It's your time. It's Mulch time. It's Mulch time, baby. (laughs) Thank you to Taylor Brown Town Watner. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Clara Belikov. Thank you to Katya Karp. Ooh. Thank you to Hannah Dragomere. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Thank you to Abby Ivishkov. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to India Peach. Bow, bow. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Ooh. 
Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Thank you to my mom, your mom, oh. all of our oh. moms, Kelly Beck. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Pew, 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 pew. Thank you to Laura Forty. Ooh. Thank you to Dan Zeklos. Thank you, last but not least, Maria Swan. Ooh. I have a fanfiction for you. It is titled New Promises, and this is by Ivy Spinners. Okay. The summary is, Rose said, I can feel you. It, the hunger. On the road, some habits are worth holding on to. Others need to fade away. And because this is on archive of our own, it has the tags, hair washing, pre-canon, loyalty, (laughs) being uncomfortably turned on in a decrepit motel room, erotic blood drinking. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Rose had left her hair damp to be silk soft to the touch. She hadn't managed to wash off all the paint closer to her hairline, which glued together into clumps, and there was a layer of glitter shimmering over it all. Lissa did, in fact, have a great deal of experience washing paint out of hair, specifically Rose's hair, and their innumerable pranks as children, and this was not a mess that could be fixed at once. Methodically, Lissa began picking out the lowest clumps, prying them apart with trembling fingers. You're getting very good at this, Rose murmured. Despite the tugs against her scalp and the goosebumps on her forearms, she drooped with sleep. She looked like she was, very young, as they both should have been. I've had a lot of practice. That and your mom was a good teacher. Ow! Sorry. Lissa combed her fingers down Rose's scalp until she reached the hurt, soothing it with slow massages. The room was spinning in and out of focus. Rose took a deep, shuddering breath. Maybe I need more practice. No offense, but I'm not getting into that shower again for anyone. Rose glanced back at her, winced as the movement tugged again at her hair. Maybe if your life depended on it. She studied Lissa a little longer, and against her will, Lissa could feel herself bristle under Rose's sharp eyes. Rose said, I can feel you. It. The hunger. She flinched, nails sinking into Rose's skin, and tried to ignore Rose's tiny hiss. I'm not hungry. End scene. Damn. Ah! Okay. There's quite a bit of this. Um, and it was, it was, I know, Car, I know. Um, <laughs> We're chatty street today. <laughs> Um, and it was published fairly recently. So if you um, are interested in, uh, what was it, erotic blood drinking? Yeah, <laughs> um, okay. It is, a, it is a good fan fiction for you. Yeah, go for it. Chase your bliss. <sighs> yes, chase your new springtime bliss. Yeah. Well, folks, we are here in our springtime glory. We've got so much good stuff for you. Hell yeah. To enjoy... And also, let us know what we should do for our bonus gymnast this Oh, yeah, please. So, just keep that in mind. Anyways, as we say here in the Pacific Northwest... Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. 
Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.